Welcome everybody to the Marketing Myths Podcast. I'm Aaron. And I'm Tobaria. I hope you guys are doing great today. I think we have a really, really good topic for you guys. Yeah, this one is one that I've heard a lot about. A lot of people ask me about this topic. And so once I first heard that this is going to be a thing, I was like, we have to do this one for the people. They really want to know more information about this one. Definitely. So what do you guys think? Do you think marketing platforms listen to us? via our smartphones, via our computers. Everywhere we go, we've got microphones essentially on everything. So our Facebook, Google, and, the, and the other marketing platforms, are they listening to us and then knowing more about us or taking that information and then serving ads to us? So I think they are listening to us. I'm just gonna put that out there. I okay. think that they have access to our microphones and our cameras because we give them that information. So mm-hmm. I think that Before I did all the research, that's where I was standing at. And I think that still may be where I'm going, but we'll see after we present the information. Yeah, I think starting out, I think we we can we can put this that the capability is absolutely there. We have a market. We have a microphone on our phone. We have Alexa's and Google Homes in our houses. Uh, Our mic, our computers have microphones. The capabilities for them or someone we'll say just someone Uh to listen into us and record everything we say is there. The algorithms to put words into text and then analyze sentiment and what was said and all the things like that. The capabilities are yes, 100% there, but I don't think that they're doing it from a marketing standpoint. I think that they'd be foolish not to do it from a marketing standpoint though. That's my main basis for saying that these platforms definitely do have that ability Mm -hmm. because they already, as we're going to talk about, collect a lot of other information from us. So why not just take this next step? And we'll see. Um, Both both sides of the argument are presented. I got some talking points and some things I kind of want to put out that I've, that I've found (coughs) out through researching through this topic. So I'm excited to jump on into it. Yeah. So have at it. Let's see. So, I mean, I think, Yeah, go for it. All right. So this has been a widely discussed rumor for a while now. And finally, back in 2016, Facebook came out and said, hey, we are not recording anything you say. We that's not something that we are doing right now. And so that was their official stance on it for a while. But then, as you know, we had the big Cambridge Analytica scandal that came out that said Facebook has all this information on you and it has gotten hacked and all this other stuff. Well, The guy behind that, Christopher Wally, said he went on record and said it is definitely possible that Facebook is doing that. So he also had to double back down and says, while he doesn't know 100 percent sure that Facebook is doing this stuff, he said that it is definitely possible. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, like you said, I think and I think for this conversation, too, we're going to talk a lot about Facebook because Facebook has such a robust uh platform to serve ads. So a lot of the research I've done was on Facebook and Google. And so that's probably what will drive the conversation. And I, I think he's right. Yeah, I think they they absolutely 100 percent have the capabilities. I know I wouldn't I mean, I wouldn't be surprised at all if Zuckerberg was in a meeting and they've talked about it. You know, I mean, it, it makes sense. The capabilities are there. The technology is there relatively affordably. I mean, you need to record audio. It's not that big of a deal. They already have facial recognition. 
Yeah, and right. That was a big thing. They made a big deal about that, saying, "Hey, um, we want to make sure that you are okay with us using facial recognition to tag people into your photos that you upload when you get uploaded to it." So, yeah, that's a huge thing. And so, again, one of the things that I, I saw in the research process is this: is that one of the things that kind of didn't quell people's fears on if they were actually listening or not was that a photo surface of Mark Zuckerberg Zuckerberg using the computer. And even he had the camera taped up and the microphone covered. Mm -hmm. He had all that stuff blocked. So people were like, yeah, even (laughs) you, like this is your company. And even you are sitting here blocking that. But I did a little research into most of the social platforms and I found that this is this is exactly what's happening. So they are building a preference profile around you and everything you interact with. High level example, if you don't have to like the Minnesota Vikings official page. However, if you like a page about the Vikings, then they now know that you in some way or fashion like the Vikings. Mm -hmm. So um, there are a lot of other things I found that Facebook knows about you. But do you want to jump into a little bit of research that you found? Yeah, I mean, I I looked through Facebook and Google specifically. Um, Facebook has gotten, especially after this Cambridge Analytica deal, extremely, I don't know what to say transparent, but they've made it very easy for you to go in and access things that I think the average person would be like, okay, they know this stuff about me. They give you the option to kind of shut it off or only share it with friends. Only, I mean, they've, they've upped their security and privacy settings and different things like that. But just think about everything Facebook knows about us. And this is all things that you can view in your face, in your in your profile. And we'll link to it in our show notes. So you guys, if you guys want to go in and view what Facebook knows about you. But yeah, like you said, I mean, every single post you've ever made. Facebook knows about that. Mm -hmm. Every comment you've made on a post, Facebook knows about that. Every single person you've been friends with and when you've become friends with them, Facebook knows that. Every search, every time you've searched anything, they've most likely logged that. The groups you belong to, like the people, the businesses, if you're an admin, all that, your marketplace activity. So that's shopping now. We're bringing shopping into Facebook. So they know that. How many times do you log into a website or an app using your Facebook account? So then they not only know that you like that type of app or that that category, that website, but but then now they have information that you've logged into that app. So there's so much information. Also, um, you know, I think the majority of us know this, but if you don't, Facebook and Google track us using pixels or cookies or cookies. Exactly. So. I've heard Google came out and said that it has access to over 70% of every single credit and debit card transaction in the United States. Wow. That is insane. That is ridiculous. So they know everything you buy. Yeah. They have all that information readily available. Right. And so with these trackers too, Google has trackers on about 76% of websites. Not only Google, a lot of the social Networks have that same kind of track. Right. And it said Facebook has trackers on 23%. So they've, Facebook has, it's a little bit late to the game as far as the tracker side, but they've caught on quite a bit. I expect that to triple. Yeah. You know, to, to reach that 70% here in the next year or so. And so that's, that's enabling you or Facebook then to track your browsing habits on websites that are not Facebook. 
Mm-hmm. It allows Google to track everything you do, where you go, what you search for, what you're looking at, how long. I mean, it's nuts, man. Yeah. And so a real life example of all of this stuff in motion is that I'm really into sports, huge sports guy. And I once was out at a location. I was at a restaurant right outside of Cabela's. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sitting here eating my food. I leave from that spot and I come back to work. And next thing I know, I'm seeing after Cabela's. And I'm like, well, what is this? How is this happening? And so I went and dived into my own Facebook profile just to see exactly what it is that Facebook has. I mean, that kind of information. And so what I saw was they have all of my things I'm interested in in categories. So anything I'm interested in regarding news and entertainment, they have that listed out. Anything sports and outdoors, they have that listed out. Mm-hmm. People, food and drink, business and industry, and a ton more. So already Facebook has identified that I like things that are about sports. So now that they've identified that and got that out of the way, like you said, all of these places have all this information. Google Google specifically has 70% of all online purchase or or purchase data. Mm -hmm. So, and Facebook has 23%. So now they know that A, I like Cabela's, that I've shopped there and then I also looked and I was like okay well I shopped there I signed up for their rewards program but in order to do that I had to give them my email address Mm -hmm. well another targeting feature that I saw on Facebook is you can see which advertisers have uploaded your information to Facebook in order to target where they're at Mm -hmm. so what did I go and I looked and I saw there Cabela's so again they know I shopped there they know that I'm interested in sports and that kind of world and so then I looked and said, okay, well, what else information does this platform gather on me? You can go and look at every location that you've been at that Facebook has tracked. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, what happened? It saw I was near there. So okay. now while I'm sitting here thinking, okay, get back to the office. Facebook knows something about me. I was just at Cabela's thinking about how I would like a new pair of football shorts or something. Facebook knows that about me. I'm, I'm thinking I'm paranoid in my head. They're listening to me because I just told my coworker that, you know, hey, I want this new pair of football shorts. Let's go over there after work or something. Mm-hmm. I'm getting a little paranoid thinking maybe they're listening. When in fact, the truth is all of my online behaviors have right. built this profile that allow Facebook to say, hey, Cabela's, you know, you're running this ad across South Dakota. T is going to be the perfect candidate for you to show X, Y, Z at to. Yeah. Because he's right by there. He's interested in sports. He's shopped there before. Yeah. All of that. So I saw that and was like, oh, well, okay. So maybe they aren't listening. But I found something else that I want to touch on later on that makes me think that, okay, well, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they are listening. Now, mm-hmm. I'm kind of on the fence about this whole thing. But All right. So along with that scenario, too, there's something that, that I found called frequency illusion. Ooh. Okay. So this is fancy, right? (laughs) Meaning that once you've had something brought to your attention, you're likely to notice it again. Yep. So if you had a chat about walnuts, you, you may now then see an ad on walnuts Mm -hmm. and be like, Oh my gosh, there's an ad on walnuts. I just had a conversation about walnuts. But if you wouldn't have had that conversation about walnuts, you may not even have noticed the ad. The ad would have still showed, but you wouldn't, may not even noticed it. Because it's not, it wasn't brought to your attention recently. So then coupled with that too, of all this information Facebook knows about you, this this frequency illusion, that's why I think people are like, 
I searched for the most random thing. I was talking about the most random thing. And then I saw an ad for it. Well, you may have saw an ad for it anyway, or you may have actually seen an ad for it before, but it just didn't register with you. But since you're talking to it, it's been brought to your conscious and your attention. And now you're more likely to see that or recognize that. Totally out of left field, but that same situation kind of happened when I was younger. I'd be listening to the radio and I say I'm thinking about a song and then the song comes on right, right. away. And I'm like, how did the radio station know I was thinking about that song and played it? Right. And it's not necessarily that they knew. It's just that frequency bias. Right. Well, and let's say you're listening to a top 40 radio station. They've got 40 songs to play <laughs> yeah. all day. It's so going to come back around sooner <laughs> yeah, rather exactly. than later. <clears throat> but so the thing that I read and did some research on that makes me think that maybe they are kind of taking some of the information that we send through calls or texts mm -hmm. is this. So also some information that Facebook can collect is your calls and message logs. Yep. So they have the option for you to share that with the platform, but you have to enable it in your device settings. Mm -hmm. So maybe you did text that friend about a new bow and arrow at Cabela's and you decided that you wanted to share that information with Facebook without necessarily, you know, cognizantly doing it. Yeah. You check the button. Now Facebook gets that data. You also... Um, have the ability to share your phone records with them. So imagine, you know, they say, okay, T has called Aaron eight times in the last two months. Mm -hmm. They're obviously friends. And we also have all this other information about Aaron. And so we know that they like the same things. So I could talk to you about the new bow and arrow and you might see the ad because Facebook recognizes that these two people know each other. They both have similar interests. Mm -hmm. Even if my interests lean more toward the sports and outdoor stuff, right. they say, hey, we can also reach Aaron, um, Melissa, and I'm just naming people yep, now, yep. Susan, and try to get them the same kind of ads because they're interested too. They're part of his social circle. Yeah. And I think too, using that example, if you're targeting based on interests, you can narrow interest down, but if they didn't go and do the due diligence of narrowing it down super narrow, and let's just say sports and outdoors, because that's very common, right? Mm -hmm. So sports and outdoors, while it's narrow, it's it's still really broad. Very broad. Because sports and outdoors for you could mean archery hunting. Yeah. Sports and outdoors for me could be ice hockey. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so if they're targeting people who are interested in sports and outdoors, and they know we're friends and they know you've shopped at Cabela's, it might be worth a shot to show me an ad to Cabela's, even though I have no reason to go in Cabela's. I have no, I don't, if I didn't have interest in hunting, I'm just a ice hockey guy, you know? And so that's why sometimes you see ads that may not be relevant, but are still showing up. And so I, I want to just put out too, Facebook actually does a really good job. Now, after this Cambridge Analytica deal, <laughs> they've done it before this, too, but it's been a lot more prevalent now is the the you can see why you have been shown an ad. Mm -hmm. So when you're on your desktop or in your phone, there's the, the three dots on the upper right. If you click that, it'll come down and it'll say, why am I seeing this ad or why am I seeing this or something along that line? So you can click into that and a dialog box pops up. And it's actually really interesting because it gives you an explanation as to why you're targeted for that ad. It also gives you uh, to choose, uh, like, let's say it doesn't apply to you. Let's say sports and outdoors and says hunting mm -hmm. and it doesn't apply to me. It gives me the option to then say, no, that doesn't apply to me. 
which is kind of cool. And then you can also hide ads from that advertiser. So like if I don't want to see Cabela's ads, I'm able to hide all ads from that advertiser. You can click then into managing your ad preferences. We'll just take you to another page, which is we'll link to that in our show notes too. So you can check that out. And then there's a short answer of is, is the explanation helpful? Yes or no. Um, it's interesting. It's very interesting. You know, and, and they're being more open about it. And a, what I've seen too is a lot of people like I've gotten targeted because I'm interested in marketing and I live in the United States and I'm between 25 and 35. You know okay, what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> and it could be for a Samsung TV or something, you know, and it's, it's just, it's just, it's a lot of different things, even though. And so that's why I think is that these platforms know so much about you. That's true. Whether it's, we've provided the information, whether it's through Facebook whether it's just information they gathered. You guys, we touched a little bit on Facebook. You can also go in and view what Google knows about you. Yeah, that's it's a, a really interesting process. It's a, it's a lot bigger process than I thought. I actually did it today. It took about an hour, hour and a half to get my results back mm-hmm. and to download all of it. It's almost six gigabytes. Six gigs of information. Of information <laughs> about me that Google knows about me. Wow. And when, you, when I saw that, I was like, you gotta be kidding me. But there are... 51 areas that Google can track information about you. And we can, we can put a list to it. We'll put a list to it on our show notes and we'll link to it in our show notes. But like, think about it, your GPS, your location device. I use Gmail Mm -hmm. for everything. I use calendar. I use all that. I mean, that's a huge part of my life. And Google knows every single bit of that. That's crazy to think about, but they are using it for good purposes, right? They're not, there's no malintent behind why Google and all these other social platforms yeah. connect us. So that's connection. another good point because people don't want to see ads, but it's, it's very well known that if people have to see ads, they want to see ads that are relevant. And so the only way that we can, as marketers, right, mm-hmm. serve relevant ads is if Facebook and Google collect this information. Collect this information but where I think there is a line somewhere, and I think <laughs> it depends on the platform where that line is. But for whatever reason, I feel like that line right now is collecting audio without you knowing it. Uh-huh. And I don't know that they've crossed that line yet. You don't think so? No. I think there's a chance that they have crossed that line, but I'm pretty sure it might be against some kind of regulations. So it's not something they're going to broadcast out there. Hey, we've been connecting a little audio, but mm. I was telling you about this off mic that I think that, you know, we always talk, what's the next generation? What's the next frontier of marketing? You and I talk voice search. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man. you know, if you have an Amazon Alexa or Google Home, that's always recording. And I don't know that that's spelled out to you anywhere right. when you first set that up. So I think that that's going to be the next wave of, information that's collected to serve you relevant ads. Yeah. So well, Google knows they keep track of everything you search. Everything, that's obvious. Everything and so search. what if people don't search? Well, so when you search, it transmits it into text and then it searches it essentially is how that works. So in a way they're kind of listening, but it's, but it's, but it, it's different. It has to be the information that your voice has, your voice search has to be stored somewhere. Right. Oh, yeah. To translate it. So exactly. I think that they have all of that information. But is this something that you think should worry the masses or is this something that you think could help the masses? I, I don't think you should worry about it. 
a lot of this stuff people worry about you're getting targeted and, and, and different things and what Google knows, what Facebook knows. Guess what? They already know it. <laughs> if you delete your Google account, delete your Facebook account, that's not going to help. It, it still knows it. I, I think there's a lot there. I mean, we're getting into a political issue now, too. But I as a consumer, I mean, I don't know that you need to worry about it. Mm-hmm. They're not like you said, they're not providing specific names They're not giving your email address. Facebook, while they've said they do purchase data, they don't sell any data that they gather from you, supposedly. That's what they've said anyway. OK, so <laughs> at this point, until they're proven wrong, I mean, we, we got to I mean, give them the benefit of the doubt. And so. As marketers, I think we should be excited that they're doing this, that they have all this information, because as you said earlier in the show, it helps us better serve our customers and our clients. So we can get really granular and say, hey, I want to target somebody who lives in Sioux Falls, who's interested in sports and may be interested in purchasing a bow and arrow. Right. So Facebook has that information. All of these other social networks have that information. And it just allows us to better serve our clients as marketers. And for that, I think it's only going to get better. And at first, it may seem a little scary for consumers. But mm-hmm. as marketers, I am excited about the possibilities that can come with this. Yeah, I think so, too. What do you guys think? Well, how about listeners? Do you guys think Facebook and Google and all the everybody else is listening to us? Uh, comment on our Facebook page. Go on Facebook, search Marketing Myths, at Marketing Myths on Twitter as well. Let us know. Give us your thoughts. Um, also, wrapping up here, guys, we are in like an official podcast. We're like a real thing now. Yeah. We're available <laughs> on a bunch of different areas. Basically, everywhere that you listen to podcasts, the Marketing Myths podcast is available. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Cast box pocket cast radio public stitcher and a probably a fun bunch of other ones we don't even know about so hey anywhere you guys are listening to podcasts we'd love it if you'd uh rate us review us comment let us know how we're doing let us know if you have any questions at all again we'll link to the show notes with some other stats and how you can go in and shut your microphone off and <laughs> how you can view all your stuff that facebook and google know about you so awesome t this is a good episode i really uh, this was a good one Yeah. As a marketer, please do not shut off your microphone. Uh, We need this information to better serve ads. Uh, That's just my plea to the audience here. But again, this was a great episode. Thank you guys for listening. Um, Be on the lookout for the next Marketing Miss podcast. All right, guys. We'll catch you next time. 